Mitt Romney praises Joe Biden's handling of the Chinese spy balloon. Hearings have now begun on the weaponization of government. Plus, who is responsible for destroying the Nord Stream 2 pipeline? All that and more. I'm Bobby Eberly. This is a 13-minute news hour. God bless the United States of America. Okay, friends, welcome to the show. Happy Friday. I hope you had a great week. If you're new to the show, thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to start with Mitt Romney and the Chinese spy balloon, because sometimes it's hard to figure out where Romney is coming from. He's certainly not a conservative. He, along with Collins, Murkowski, Cornyn, and a few others, continually side with Democrats and against the American people. But in this case, the issue I'm talking about is the Chinese spy balloon a device that was allowed to gather intelligence in U.S. airspace and above American soil for days. Now, we are learning more about parts and capabilities of the Chinese balloon. Fox has learned China's spy balloon had Western-made parts with English words on them, raising new concerns about who and from which Western nation sold them to China. A senior State Department official has only gone so far as to say the manufacturer has a direct relationship with China's military. Well, that's interesting. English words on a Chinese spy balloon. In addition to learning about the origin of the parts, U.S. officials are also learning more about what this balloon can actually do. The spy craft had multiple antennas to collect and geolocate communications and solar panels large enough to power intelligence collection sensors. The tool package, the equipment package on that balloon was enormous. We were not able to jam the transmissions. This is we don't know the extent of the program. Sophisticated surveillance equipment and as Representative Biggs noted, the U.S. was not able to jam its transmissions, and yet Joe Biden just let it drift across the country. Now on Thursday, House and Senate members were briefed on the balloon incident, and most Republicans came out of the briefing saying it should have been shot down immediately. Classified details were shared with both the House and Senate today inside a closed-door briefing. Republicans left still convinced the administration should have shot the balloon down over Alaska or Montana. They could have taken that balloon down, and the greatest risk would have been hitting a cow, a prairie dog, or an antelope. But Democrats felt it was right to wait until it floated over water. I do think it made sense for us to learn something about this balloon, given that it really posed no threat to the United States. Notice in that clip that the reporter said Democrats felt the balloon should not have been shot down over land. Then you heard those ridiculous comments from Democrat Senator Chris Murphy. Well, guess what? It wasn't just the Democrats singing Biden's praises for allowing the spy balloon to completely spy on America. Republican Mitt Romney feels the same way. In comments to reporters following the briefing, Romney said, my questions were satisfactorily answered and I believe the administration, the president, our military, and our intelligence agencies acted skillfully and with care. At the same time, their capabilities are extraordinarily impressive. Wow. Romney believes Joe Biden acted skillfully and with care? Did he attend the same briefing from which other Republicans said the balloon should be shot down? It just makes you wonder whose side Mitt Romney is really on. All right, next let's talk about weaponization of the federal government. But first... If you're new to the show or haven't subscribed yet, regardless of platform, just search on my name, hit that subscribe button, make sure notifications are turned on. That way you can follow the show 
and help us grow. Okay, next let's talk about the efforts of Republicans in Congress to investigate the weaponization of the federal government agencies to shut down conservative activities and silence conservative voices. Hearings began this week to shed light on FBI activities to intimidate innocent Americans, to collude with big tech to ban and censor conservatives, and to interfere and influence elections. So much of government has become corrupt, and rather than representing the American people, many agencies see conservative Americans as a threat. Speaking on Sean Hannity's program, Representatives Jim Jordan and Matt Gates blasted the FBI for colluding with Twitter to suppress not only the Hunter Biden laptop story in particular, but conservatives in general. Was there a well-designed and orchestrated censorship campaign to influence the 2020 election? Is that a fact at this point? Yeah, and I like the term that Professor Turley used, censorship by surrogate. Here's a fundamental question, Sean. Why is the FBI sending a list of accounts to Twitter and telling Twitter, we think these accounts, we think these tweets violate Twitter's terms of service? Why are they doing that? If that's not pressure, if that's not coercion to take down free speech, to take down political speech, I don't know what is. There will be a lot of information coming out, and we need to keep in mind that there are many people working at the FBI who just want to fight the bad guys. In fact, as we learned yesterday, so much of the rotten core at the FBI has been exposed by FBI whistleblowers who are risking it all to, in order to shed light on the fact that the FBI has become a tool to go after conservatives. FBI whistleblower discloses that dozens of parents with the threat tag designation to their name are investigated by the FBI. July 27th, 2022, another FBI whistleblower discloses that agents are pressured to reclassify cases as domestic violent extremism cases to hit self-created performance metrics. September 19th, 2022, another FBI whistleblower discloses that the Washington field office is del deliberately manipulating January 6th case files to make it appear that domestic violence extremism is on the rise. I mean, November 4th, 2022, another FBI whistleblower discloses the FBI accepts private user information from Facebook without the user's consent and information is from only the conservative side of the political spectrum. That's just a sample. There is so much more to learn, and none of this would have come to light if Republicans didn't win control of the House. This blatantly illegal activity needs to be investigated, and people need to go to jail. All right, next let's talk about Joe Biden's effort to lead us into war with Russia, because that's what globalists from both parties actually want. In particular, I'm talking about the Nord Stream 2 pipeline which takes Russian natural gas to Western Europe. It's one of the major sources of energy for the region, and thus would likely serve as a deterrent for those countries to get involved, say, in a war with Russia. That may be why even last year, Biden, back in February of 2022, threatened to destroy the pipeline if Russia invaded Ukraine. And then in September, all of a sudden, the pipeline was destroyed, creating the single biggest environmental disaster in history. Interesting how we didn't see protests or major news stories or anything like that. And then Biden got to work blaming Russia for destroying one of its major sources of revenue. It was a, a deliberate act of sabotage, and now the Russians are pumping out disinformation and lies. Well, Biden got one thing right. It was a deliberate act of sabotage. He just seems to have pointed the finger at the wrong country. 
As Tucker Carlson points out, investigative reporting has led to a different source for the explosions. There have been a number of official investigations of what happened, and not one has found any evidence of Russian involvement. And now we have the actual answer to what happened. Oh, the Biden administration did it. For real. Investigative reporter Seymour Hersh, who's been around for more than 50 years, just wrote a piece on Substack that includes this, quote, Last June, the Navy divers, U.S. Navy divers, operating under the cover of a widely publicized midsummer NATO exercise known as Ball Tops 22, planted remotely triggered explosives that three months later destroyed three of the four Nord Stream pipelines, according to a source with direct knowledge of the operational planning. So please keep in mind what this all means. It means that our NATO alliance essentially means nothing. It means the Biden administration is willing to wreck the economies of European allies in order to one, wage war against Russia, and two, to further the war against fossil fuels. Oh, and to do that, we'll just create the worst man-made environmental disaster ever. That's Biden and the global elite. All right, next here's a bit of good news on some rescued puppies who will soon be thrown into the national spotlight. As you know, one of the evil legacies of Dr. Anthony Fauci is not only his work on COVID-19 and so-called vaccines, but also his agency's experiments using puppies. In one such series of experiments, beagles had their heads locked in a cage while sandflies literally ate them alive. Now, one of the suppliers of the beagle puppies for Fauci's experiments is a company known as Invigo. The company would breed beagles for experimentation purposes. The company was shut down in July, leaving thousands of puppies in need of a home. Two of those rescued puppies will be featured in this year's Puppy Bowl as part of this weekend's Super Bowl activities. While many will, of course, be glued to the action in Arizona come Sunday, millions of other Americans will be watching another game on a slightly smaller gridiron. Puppy Bowl number 19 on Animal Planet will feature Team Fluff versus Team Rough going head-to-head -head for the Battle of the Coveted Lombarki Trophy. It all starts 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Animal Planet and airs later on Discovery Plus. So yes, two puppies who are likely destined for Fauci's lab or some other experimentation will now be trying to score touchdowns. Allison and Briscoe will be two of the competitors fighting it out for Puppy Bowl history. And as a fitting prize, wouldn't it be nice for them to live long enough to see Tony Fauci in jail? Okay, so we've seen Mitt Romney, a weaponized FBI, and Joe Biden. We need to ask them, do you have a relaxed brain? I got what you call like, I don't know, a relaxed brain. First, let's start with East Hanover, New Jersey. It's one thing for radical policies of the Democrats to drive someone to leave the party and become a Republican. But in the town of East Hanover, not only did the mayor switch from Democrat to Republican, but the entire membership of the town council made the switch as well. The entire town leadership went from Democrat to Republican. Regarding the party switching, East Hanover Mayor Joseph Panulo said, Every decision my administration makes is about putting East Hanover first. This is no different. And then how about Joe Biden, who sat down for a PBS interview and described the classified document scandal like this. I made voluntarily, no one's had to threaten to do anything. Voluntarily opened every single aperture I have with the house, offices, everything, for them to come and look and spend hours searching my home, invited them. Nobody, and so, and the best of my knowledge, the kinds of things they picked up were things that from 1974 and stray papers. 
First, the idea of Biden opening up every aperture for search is not an appealing notion. Second, I don't think anyone would classify the documents being found as stray papers. Plus, it's not just the documents. It's the revelation that Biden has not been transparent regarding when searches were conducted and the obvious double standard as to how those searches were conducted, considering former President Trump was raided by the FBI. Next, how about these headlines from the Babylon Bee, starting with how inflation hits everyone, even the crooks. To cover rising costs, Hunter now charging 15% for the big guy. And since we started with Romney, let's end with Romney as he makes things perfectly clear to George Santos. Romney attacks George Santos. There's only room for one fake Republican in Congress. Just love it. You can always count on Romney to disappoint. Friends, that's our show for today. I hope you enjoyed it. And don't forget, if you're new to the show or haven't subscribed yet, regardless of platform, just search on my name, hit that subscribe button, make sure notifications are turned on. That way you can follow the show and help us grow. Thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, today's show's one sheet is available to Patreon supporters using the link in the description. The one sheet gives you the links to all the videos and stories used on today's show so you can dive even deeper into each issue. And with that, our next show will be Monday evening at the usual time. Until then, I'm Bobby Eberly. This is the 13-Minute News Hour.